VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our affiliates all across the country, wherever you are. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Here at Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox in, R.J. Bell is out. Steve Fezzik, our NBA, NFL, and shrimp cocktail expert, is in. Brad Powers, the man of knowledge when it comes to any college sport anywhere, even women's lacrosse. Is that correct, Brad? <laughs> I don't know about women's okay. lacrosse. If you can bet it, I, I got the knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is that is what, what is it, real quick, what is the most random sporting event you've ever gambled on? that you've ever actually placed money on, that you look back now and you go, you know, I might have an issue here. Nah, you know, not too bad. Probably NASCAR. Oh, Hot okay. dog eating contest. Hot do- Joey okay. Chestnut over yeah. under 68 and a half dogs. Yeah, by the way, Joey Chestnut flaked on an interview one time. I can't stand that guy. Uh, but that's a whole other story all the way around. Uh, all right, guys, so let's get into this. It is a Friday. We've got a ton of action coming up in the world of sports. And we are going to start here with a big NBA matchup because there's a lot of hot takery attached to it. There's a lot of drama that's been attached to it. Later on tonight, we have got the Bucks at the Lakers, the number one team in basketball, the Milwaukee Bucks, taking on the number one drama team in the NBA, the L.A. Lakers. So here we go. 
The Bucks at the Lakers. We know the stories about the Lakers. We know Milwaukee is red hot all year long. It's Giannis. It's LeBron. How will you guys take advantage of what happens in this game? Well, I'm looking at how the public is going to react to the Laker playoff odds based upon this game, Jonas. If there's one thing that I have seen from Laker games is the recency bias. Whenever the Lakers win a game, Everyone bets on the Lakers to make the playoffs huge swings. When the Lakers drop a game, everyone's been betting against the Lakers. And because of that, think about the criticism of the NBA. What's wrong with the NBA? Regular season games don't matter. They don't impact the playoffs hardly at all. Well, they impact the Lakers' odds in the marketplace. We've seen the Lakers' odds at the All-Star break. It was 44% whether they would make the playoffs. They've gone as high as 55%. One loss later, they're down to 33%. They currently stand, the Lakers, at a 33% chance to make the playoffs. And I got to tell you, I'm actually rooting in some ways for the Lakers to do well and beat Milwaukee tonight because I think if the Lakers win— Everyone will see that, oh, they were able to beat the best team in the East, and we're going to see a Lakers odds to make the playoffs back around Pickham, minus 110 in each direction. Have you guys seen a swing in the odds uh, like this with an NBA team ever before? Is this, just a, is this just how big LeBron is and how big this story has been all year long? Actually, no, because, I mean, l- let's put it in perspective. It's just one game out of an 82-game season. So, I mean, just mathematically, they shouldn't (laughs) be swinging this much. Even when you take into consideration, okay, there's only 20 or 25 games left in the season, so maybe they should be swinging 4 or 5% at most after each result. No, with this Lakers team, every single result is swinging 10, 15, 20% after that result. Never seen it. And let's be honest, Fez, we haven't had a prop like this up. For, for a team in the past. As far as every game, you can basically bet them. Will they make the playoffs? Will they won't? It's kind of a lightning rod here in Vegas with the Lakers right now. And to put things in perspective, let's think of the NFL. Only a 16-game schedule. Obviously, each and every game more important in the NFL than in the NBA with more than 20 games remaining. And yet, all the time, we'll see New England drop their opener, and we won't see their playoff odds go crazy in one direction or the other. But for whatever reason, right now, the big story in the NBA is Lakers, LeBron, and will they make the playoffs? And the public is watching their games and reacting to whatever they did in their last one. Now, uh, I don't want to – listen, I'm not here to start a fight. That's not what I want to do. (laughs) I just want peace and harmony here on the show. That's all I want. I want everybody to smile and have a good time as they head into their Friday. But I think it should be pointed out for people that are just tuning into the program before uh, and have never heard us before, that you guys, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, do have a wager when it comes to the L.A. Lakers, a long-term wager. Where do we stand right now? Yeah, so the the bet between Fez and myself was basically, <laughs> you know, we made it during the All-Star break, and it was just quite simply, will the Lakers finish 500 or above? If they finish 41-41 and 41 or better, I win the bet. $300 bet right here on Straight Out of Vegas. If the Lakers don't get to 500, Steve Fezzik wins that bet. But I'll say this, and, and I'll, you know, fall on the sword a little <laughs> bit here. I've been kind of with the public on the Lakers. I've been the guy that's been waffling back and forth right along with the public. And forget this, I started before the All-Star break when we saw the Lakers, all this drama, the Anthony Davis trade rumors were going down, and we saw the Lakers in that one game against the Pacers lose by 40. I said right after that, on this show, you got to sell the Lakers the rest of the season. If I had to choose between betting on the Lakers every game for the rest of the season or against 
I'm going to bet against, and I think you can make some money doing so. Then what happens? The Lakers pull that last-second <laughs> dramatic win over the Celtics, and I'm like, oh, hold the phone here. I think the Lakers might be you know, willing to rally around the rest of the season. So I've been one of those public figures that's been waffling back and forth. Franchise record three-pointers for the Lakers in that game to get the win by one. A La- a Did you see team, how they celebrated? A Lakers team <laughs> that can't shoot threes, and all of a sudden Brad Powers completely waffle houses and flips his position and says, oh, I like the Lakers now, correct? I did, and I waffled again. Many times, anytime the Lakers look bad, I'm right there with the public. And I can tell you this, when you're with the public, it's not a position to make long-term money. And my position on the Lakers has been consistent. The young players are not engaged. We're seeing that on defense. The Lakers give up over 105 points per game since the Anthony Davis trade rumors and all the youth, the youth, the really good players on the Lakers that were put on the chopping block, they all feel they're expendable, and they're not putting forth the effort on defense. Now, look, this may just be a simple case of people that went shopping when they were hungry, which is always the worst idea in the world. When you're hungry and you go shopping, you end up overbuying stuff. You're never going to eat it. It's too much, but you're shopping in the moment as opposed to, what am I really going to use in the next week or week and a half or two weeks, whatever it is? So maybe... You know, Brad, like like a lot of people, after football was over, was looking around, needed to scratch the itch. He was hungry, and he went shopping when he was hungry. I don't think we should shame him for it on the air, Fez. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, I was actually thinking when you said go shopping when you're hungry, I was thinking about going shopping like at Macy's or Nordstrom's. And I'm <laughs> no, like, that's a good not. idea. That'll get you out of there <laughs> right. so you can go to In-N-Out Burger. Right. right, yeah. that is. A, as somebody who used to work at a bar that was in a mall, I can't tell you how many husbands I saw holding on to big Macy's bags at the bar top while they were drinking Long Island just to get the hell out of the department store. So I have seen that before. Now, one of the other aspects to this game that is an interesting one that people have sort of sunk their teeth into as we build this up, and it is the game of the night on a Friday night between the Bucks and the Lakers. This is straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Is is it the passing of the torch? LeBron James considered to be the best player in the league for a long, long time. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the next guy in line that people assume if he's not already the best player in the league, he's going to be one of the guys that will take over the mantle when LeBron steps aside or starts to deteriorate. Those conversations have already been had. So, Steve Fezzik, you are the NBA expert. Who right now is the best player in the NBA, and where are LeBron and Giannis on that list? It is still the king. LeBron is still my number one player. I have Giannis right behind him at number two. And let's face it, LeBron still moves the needle like no other player. He's worth six points to the Lakers. When he suddenly unexpectedly plays when he's not supposed to, the line will move six points. We saw that in a Clipper game that happened not very long ago. And further, not only does the line move tremendously on Laker games, but when LeBron doesn't play, the Lakers, they don't win. And they, more importantly, in Vegas, they don't cover. They are 6-12 and 12 against the spread without him, despite this huge line adjustment. And where do you have Giannis right now on your uh, list of best players? Giannis is 2 uh, James Harden, three, and then I have Durant and Curry rounding out my top five. Brad, does your list look similar to that? If you were to just stack up, if you were to make a list right now, best players in the league, is LeBron still the guy? He is the guy. And how good was LeBron? I mean, we're acting like, I mean, he's, you know, I've heard that what takes Doug Gottlieb today said he's not even in the top 10 Yeah, take anymore. him out. There you go, Brad. Take him out. Good. Right. Last time I checked, this is LeBron's stat line for the season. 27 points per game, 8 assists per game, 9 rebounds per game. 
And last time, I mean, that's not top ten. <laughs> last Are time, you kidding me? Last time I checked, and LeBron isn't stat mining like other players. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, always go into the NBA Finals with LeBron. Now going to be one of the three worst teams in the NBA without him, and we've seen this with teams before when LeBron leaves them. Uh, I, I also think that it, to Doug's point, like you have to factor in what, like as of right now, what is this season? And in this season, he was injured. He was banged up. He doesn't look like the same player he was before. By no way, shape, or form is he over the hill, past his prime, Kobe towards the end, anything like that. It just, he has taken a step back, whether that's injury or whatnot. Uh, we'll wait to see as the, as the season finishes up. But he's been hearing about. Giannis, next next big thing, going to take over the mantle. He's the guy now. He's the MVP. If there were ever a game, Fez, that LeBron was going to get up for, that he was going to be focused on proving doubters wrong, this has got to be it, right, on a Friday night at home against the best team in the NBA. I agree, but the problem is that when they were playing New Orleans and they were looking at a must-win situation. If ever there was a game LeBron had to get up for and they needed, like, blood, it was that one. Except for the game at Memphis, the same applied because every game is so critical now for the Lakers and their playoff rush. You wonder, at one at some point, is there going to be enough gas in the tank for LeBron? Now, the other side of this, uh, and this is obviously straight out of Vegas, so we want to get to the gambling aspect of it as well, too, because... It's about value. You know, who's the most valuable Vegas style? That means who is worth the most to a betting line. So as of right now, we know LeBron is the best player on your ranking, Steve Fezzik, but who's the most valuable to a betting line in the NBA right now? Yeah, so I do have uh, number one LeBron, number two Giannis is worth about five points, James Harden number three at four and a half points, and then Steph Curry I actually have being worth more to Golden State. He's worth four and a half points. And Durant, even though you could make the case Durant is better than Curry as an overall player, Curry is more important to Golden State. Durant is only worth about eh, just under four points for Golden State. And so it's just as easy as that, Brad. If LeBron's out of a game, you just deduct six points off the line. That's how you guys work this? I mean, it, it sounds you know easy the way you just said it, but yeah, that that's how it is. But you don't see... An immediate six points. Sometimes there's some trickling going on. That's what we saw in the last time. LeBron wasn't supposed to play this uh, L.A. Clipper game. He's just returning from injury. And the Clippers open a six-point favorite, and we see the money drop, 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 drop. And then all of a sudden, the Lakers close as a favorite. So sometimes you see it in one full swoop, but oftentimes it's a trickle-down effect if he's, his status is questionable. All right, that is Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio straight out of Vegas here on FSR. You can check out the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, there is a future NFL star who could end up being one of the biggest busts in recent league history. We'll tell you who that is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we are going to tell you about what could potentially turn out to be one of the biggest busts in recent NFL history. That coming up here momentarily. But obviously, we give you the weather from the strip every single day with RJ out. We go to our special weather correspondent, Bradley Powers, for the latest. Bradley? Yeah, each and every day, we love bringing the fun of Vegas to you. And right now on the strip, the temperature is 74 degrees and the neon is pulsing. Back to you, Jonas Knox. <laughs> that is hot. That is well done by Bradley Powers. Uh, all right, so guys, let's get into this because uh, Kyler Murray is the talk of the NFL Combine. It came out earlier that he is not going to work out at the Combine. He went there. He did his measurements a little over 5'10", 207 pounds, right about where Russell Wilson was as, at his Combine. So that asks the question from a Vegas standpoint, what do the odds say about potential landing spots for Kyler Murray in the upcoming draft, Brad? So there was a a draft prop that was available for Kyler Murray, and it was over under his draft position. Number was nine and a half. So basically it meant either Kyler Murray is going to be drafted in the first nine selections of the draft or he's going to be selected 10 or later. All the money has come in on Kyler Murray being drafted in the first nine picks of the draft. It's up to minus 300, meaning you have to bet 300 bucks to win 100. So 
it was a good combine performance as far as measurables go for Kyler Murray. Yeah, because I don't think anybody expected him to be that tall. No. Um, and and the fact that he put him, he weighed about 190 pounds when he was playing in college, so he put on close to 20 pounds. And I think he was probably about an inch or three quarters of an inch taller than what people expected. Did you see any movement in the line right after he was measured in at, at a little over 5'10"? Yeah, so right after he gets measured at 5'10", believe it or not, Jonas, you can actually bet on his height. <laughs> and the favorite was that he would be under 5'10". In fact, the fact that he went uh, over 5'10", that cashed 2 to 1. So if you want to talk about being a degenerate, you could have actually bet on his height over under 5'10", the over tickets cash, and I don't think too many people bet that, to be honest with you. Now, obviously, the measurements were a little bit of an issue uh, for some people. That was the big concern. He's too small. We've seen him in college. How's he going to shake out when it, when it comes to height and weight and all that? So that checks out okay, better than what we all expected. But, Brad, your biggest concern has got nothing to do with the measurements. Yeah, and I don't hear anyone talking about this. Obviously, the size has got to be a concern. But to me, it's not the biggest concern. It's the lack of experience that Kyler Murray had in college. Little over a year starting experience. You go back to Kyler Murray's days at Texas A&M. If you just look, and I did a little bit of study here, the most successful quarterbacks in the NFL the last two decades, if you need a precursor to maybe some success in the NFL, let's look at their college experience. Brady, Manning, Breeze, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, right down the list. These guys, on average, had at least three years of starting experience. I, I get it. Tom Brady only started two. But every single one of the top 10 quarterbacks this century, since 2000, had at least two years of college starting experience. And on average, three. L let's look at Kyler Murray, a little over a year. That's my concern. We've only seen him a little bit over a year in a very offensive-friendly system, Jonas. And, and some people may look at that and go, yeah, but he's going to get time as an NFL quarterback and he'll get to sit behind somebody. Man, you draft somebody high enough, they're playing earlier than they are later. That's just that's the reality of the situation. People can look at the success maybe Lamar Jackson had this year, raw talent, all that. But look, Baltimore was fortunate to get to where they got. They were basically mailing in the season. There were reports John Harbaugh's job was in jeopardy. That's why they turned it over to Lamar Jackson so that he could come in and sort of learn the system. And they got hot. Pittsburgh got cold. And I think it changed how we looked at that situation. So if you're Kyler Murray, he's going to be expected to play earlier than he is later. And so that's, I think, to your point where the experience come, becomes an issue. Yeah, and pregame research and stats here. Mackey came up with a good one here. Keep in mind, Kyler Murray played behind the best offensive line in college football in Oklahoma. So that's kind of another hidden factor. And you're right. If you're drafting Kyler Murray in the first nine picks, which he is favored to do so, he's not going to be sitting out a year or two and learning a playbook. The expectation is he's going to play. Not everyone can be Pat Mahomes. That's been the exception, not the rule, Fez. Yeah, and look at what happened to Rosen and his confidence playing behind that Arizona O-line where they weren't able to run the ball, and he was basically um, worried about getting destroyed on each drop back. I think it impacted Rosen, and I think it certainly is going to impact Murray. And also, there's I think it's sort of an unfair spot for Kyler Murray to be in because people are comparing him to Russell Wilson because of the measurements. Well, you know, right around where Russell Wilson was, I even did it as we introduced the, the subject here on Straight Out of Vegas on Fox Sports Radio. But I think Russell Wilson is only being looked at just because of the measurements, not the path that he took to get here, which, Brad, I think is a significant difference between him and Kyler Murray. 
Yeah, Russell Wilson didn't have the same expectations. What, Russell Wilson was taken in the third-round draft, not in the top 10 of the draft, so expectations are going to be different. And going back to my original thought here, the inexperience for Kyler Murray being a factor, what did Russell Wilson have coming out of college? Oh, yeah, four years of starting experience at two different programs, two programs that weren't known as offensive juggernauts. In fact, two pro-style systems that really – it showed how good Russell Wilson really was that he exceeded at NC State and Wisconsin. I, I think he was at least set up to have more success early on than what Kyler Murray will have. And I also think that people forget Russell Wilson. You, you can look at just the measurements and say, well, you know, they gave him a shot as a uh, first uh, first year in the league, and look at what a performance he put on, and they haven't looked back ever since. All right, you're forgetting like how good Russell Wilson was. Like. He was drafted in the third round, and that was the same offseason that they went out and signed Matt Flynn to a contract. Do you know how good you have to be for an NFL franchise to turn their back on the money they've already spent and take a chance on a third-round pick? He was so overwhelmingly good his first training camp and in the offseason that they had no choice. Teams would love, Teams would love to be able to just play the guy they paid the money for, and then let the rookie sit there and kind of watch and learn. But when he's so overwhelmingly better than the starter, you put him in. Look, John Fox and the Bears, you think they didn't know the first game of preseason that Mitch Trubisky was the best quarterback on the roster, but instead they started Mike Glennon. They, they let him defecate all over himself the first five games of the year before they said, all right, we're going to give the job to Trubisky now. I think... People just assume that when you look at Russell Wilson, it's just the measurements, and I totally disagree. He's on a he's in another level. You can't just compare Wilson to Kyler Murray and assume because they're the same height, it's going to go the same way. You're comparing Kyler Murray to one of the all-time greats, a future Hall of Famer, and I think it's kind of an unfair comparison. And, and let's also just not compare on the field. I think off the field, man, I mean, right. Russell Wilson, as far as being a community leader, kind of those leadership intangibles, I, I still think there's some question marks around that in Kyler Murray. He hasn't necessarily aced, uh, you know, the, the, the media so far. The Dan Patrick interview, uh, he had a couple of fumbling questions today in, in the media at session. So I, I don't think he has off the field the same type of characteristics that Russell Wilson yeah, has. He's been terrible. It's like seeing a bad comic. You know, he's trying really <laughs> hard and he really wants it to work and he lays out like three eggs in a row and you're thinking, Christ, man, it's four minutes in. This guy's bombing already. It's uncomfortable to listen to Kyler Murray in interviews. And regardless of what anybody wants to say, the interview process is an important part of where this ends up going. So we'll still wait to see uh, what happens there uh, with Kyler Murray. All right, so we do have um, some other quarterback news. All right, so some other quarterback news in the NFL. It's involving a Super Bowl champion, all right? So we want to get to that here. Uh, first, want to let you know that we are brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. All right, so uh, coming up next, we are going to get to a Super Bowl champion who could be on the move and where he may end up. That's next here on Straight Out of Vegas. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, 
It's the great Steve DeSager. Thank you. A lot of NBA news to pass along. The Spurs bought out Pau Gasol's contract. He's planning to sign with Milwaukee, according to ESPN, which now reports also that guard Eric Bledsoe has agreed to a four-year extension with the Bucks, worth $70 million. The NBA's Player of the Month in the East for February, Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks had the late game at the Lakers tonight. Milwaukee has won six in a row. They're first in the Eastern Conference, two and a half games over the Raptors. Toronto is hosting Portland tonight. The NBA's Coaches of the Month for February include Portland's Terry Stotts in the West, Milwaukee's Mike Budenholzer, the East winner. Blazers have won five straight guard. Evan Turner is still out with a bad knee. New Orleans at Phoenix at 9 p.m. Eastern. The Suns, the worst team in the league at 12 and 50. Devin Booker of the Suns will play. He had a sprained toe. Booker is averaging 25 points per game again this year. Anthony Davis will play for New Orleans tonight and sit tomorrow. Coming up at 7.30 Eastern, Atlanta hosts Chicago. John Collins, 20 points a game for the Hawks, is out due to illness tonight. Rookies of the Month for February include in the East, Atlanta's own young guard Trey Young. Eight NHL games tonight. Ottawa fired coach Guy Boucher, the seventh NHL coach fired this season. Ottawa's lost six in a row. They're dead last in the league standings. The Philadelphia Eagles gave defensive end Brandon Graham a three-year extension worth a reported $13 million per year. Ravens running back Alex Collins was cut. He was arrested this morning after a car crash in Maryland. Royals all-star catcher Salvador Perez is out with an elbow injury. UCL ligament damage. He'll get a second medical opinion on that next week, so we'll find out then if he's out for the year. Perez has won the Gold Glove five of the last six seasons. The Mets are close to signing outfielder Carlos Gomez to a minor league deal. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Steve. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 15 minutes from now here on FSR, I believe that this is a first-time best bet in the history of Straight Out of Vegas. All right, we are going to dive real deep for this one. All right, so if you want to be a part of history, don't go anywhere. 15 minutes from now, a best bet on something you never thought would be possible here on Straight Out of Vegas. All right, Jonas Knox in, Brad Power, Steve Fezzik, RJ Bell is out here uh, on FSR. Guys, uh, Nick Foles is going to be looking for a new home. He is, uh, they have decided he will be moving away from the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously won a Super Bowl there, another impressive playoff performance, um, and, and had the Eagles in position to advance even further than that before they let go of a lead in New Orleans this past postseason in the NFL. But... There is some question about where Nick Foles is going to end up, and people have been trying to put the pieces together, and where does he make the most sense? Brad, what do the odds say? What does Vegas say on the likelihood of Nick Foles' next landing spot? Yeah, I mean, there's a clear favorite, Jonas. It's actually the Jacksonville Jaguars. Where will Nick Foles sign with next? What team? The Jags are minus 200. Think about that. you got to bet 200 bucks to win 100. Next in line are the Giants at 5-1. to one. So basically it's saying the Jags have a 10 times as likely chance to get Nick Foles than the Giants do, followed by the Dolphins at 7-1, to one, and the Redskins come in at 10-1. to one. Jags overwhelming favorite, Jonas. Uh, let me ask you guys a question, and, and knowing how betting lines work, we also know that this time of year, from I would say probably March 1st through the end of April, it's everybody's full of crap in the NFL season. I mean, it's smoke screens. Uh, this guy is interested in this rumor here. Somebody trading up in the draft. There's so many smoke signals sent out, and, and so many uh, guys that are that are sending you BS rumors and putting you in this place and that place that we all bite into it because we love it and we love talking the NFL. Do any of these smoke screens that these teams send out, agents, whatnot? 
do they lend to how these odds sort of move? Do, 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 do you know sports books or people that put out these lines buy into this? Hence, Eli Manning, we expect him back uh, next year for the New York Giants, so maybe the odds would would start to shift when it comes to Nick Foles landing in New York, Fez. Yeah, it looks like it because you would think the Giants desperately need a quarterback, but according to Shermer, they don't, and that they're happy with Eli. And one thing for certain, if there's one team that's a good team that needs a quarterback, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Blake Bortles, my number 31 rated quarterback. Yeah, Yeah, Rosen's the only one worse. (laughs) And to put that in context, I've got Foles as my number 15 quarterback. He's right there with Goff and Cousins, a little bit above average quarterback. If Jacksonville would get him, that would be a three-point upgrade per game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so Josh Rosen's the worst quarterback in the NFL, right, Steve? Is that what you're saying, worst starting quarterback? Until Kyler Murray makes it okay. in. Yes. All, right. All right, because it's it's funny, and that we were talking about Kyler Murray and potential landing spots. I know Arizona has been there. So, Brad, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about quarterback rankings, where would you have, if Josh Rosen were in this draft class, if he were in this draft class, and we're all, you know, sort of, you know, tying some rumors together and whatnot, and, and the thought is potentially Cliff Kingsbury would like Kyler Murray ahead of Josh Rosen. Do you, as somebody who's covered, watched, written about the NFL, or written about college football for as long as you have, where would you have Josh Rosen in this year's quarterback draft class? Yeah, I don't think this is going to be popular, but I would have Rosen even ahead of Kyler Murray. I think Rosen got a raw deal last year at Arizona, thrown to the Wolves. No question, probably had the worst coaching of any team in the NFL. When you're firing a guy after one season, how bad do you have to be? The fact that he lost his coordinator midway through the season and also on top of all the coaching was playing behind arguably the worst offensive line in the NFL. I think Josh Rosen, even though his stats say he was you know, rather pathetic last year, I would still right now take Josh Rosen if he was in this year's class over Kyler Murray. And now, Fez, um, when you say that Blake Bortles is the only guy ahead of Josh Rosen currently on your list, and if we were to just assume that this goes through, the odds are pointing to Nick Foles going to Jacksonville. What does Nick Foles' addition to the Jacksonville Jaguars do to that franchise? Oh, it's huge because right now I would expect Jacksonville would win six or seven games with Blake Bortles. You put Foles as their starting quarterback, I'm pretty confident that Jacksonville is going to win nine or more games. Now, hold on, Jonas. Hold on. Because anytime someone makes a statement like that here <laughs> on Straight Out of Vegas, <laughs> right, there we go. the difference between go. us and the other shows is we bet what other people say if we perceive it to be wrong. So you're going to take the Jags. Season win total, nine. Over nine. You're going to go over nine? I'm going to go under nine, Jonas. That sound right there is the green button. That's it. What, a 300? $300 bet? Absolutely. $300 bet. That's if Nick Foles goes to Jacksonville. Season win total, Fez has over nine wins. I have under. Have you seen the division they're playing in, Fez? Somebody's got to be a loser. The Titans, maybe the Titans, Texans, Colts with Andrew Luck. I'm not buying it. Ten wins for the Jags? You're not winning that bet. Just less than two years ago, that was the Jacksonville Jaguars that had an 85% chance to beat the Patriots in the fourth quarter and go to the Super Bowl, even with Blake Bortles. So we're just so we're assuming then, Fez, you're predicating your basis on and analysis and looking ahead at the Jacksonville Jaguars based on them just adding Nick Foles. And you've got him, what, about 15, 16 on your rankings right now amongst starting NFL quarterbacks? Foles is my 15th best quarterback. Brad, yes. does that sound about right to you? 
It does, actually. I mean, we broke this down on Straight Out of Vegas and the podcast that we do. I mean, when you look at Foles' performance going back to last season playoffs and then looking at him the last couple of games of the regular season and also the playoffs from this year, he was stack ranking in the top five as far as quarterback rating. So I think 15 and average quarterback certainly fair. I mean, how many guys in the history of the NFL have had a better Super Bowl performance than Nick Foles? I mean, top five or six all time. Average quarterbacks, I would say below average quarterbacks, aren't doing that in the Super Bowl. We've we just never seen that before. Yeah, and I got to give kudos to RJ because we would fight about how good Foles was pretty much on a weekly basis where he was making the case that he, Foles was playing like a top seven quarterback in the NFL, and ultimately he was. Now the question is, can he go ahead and repeat it with a new team in a new situation? Now here's a little sports radio trick that I've learned working weekend overnights. If you can piss off one fan base try and piss off three. So we know Foles is your 15th-ranked quarterback, and so Eagle fans might see this, or Jaguars fans, if they land Nick Foles, might say, you've got so-and-so. So who's 14 and who's 16? And let's let's break that down quickly if you have it, Fez. Yeah, Goff is 14 with the Rams. Obviously did not look good in the Super Bowl. And uh, underachieving Kirk Cousins, number 16. Wow. Can you believe that, Vikings fans? Can you can you believe that that Steve Fezzik here actually has Nick Foles ranked ahead of Kirk Cousins? And Ram fans, uh, and, and, and you know, better yet, uh, Vikings fans, can you believe that Jared Goff, based on one Monday night duel against Kirk Cousins, is rated two spots ahead? <laughs> I can't believe you, Fez. Jeez, you're trying to burn, burn <laughs> think, every bridge here. I think Rams fans uh, and uh, you know Vikings fans might say, "Hey, Fezzik, well, you got him too high after the <laughs> last performance of golf in the Super Bowl, and Kirk Cousins inheriting a team that was good enough to go to the Super Bowl, and they can't even make the playoffs." Well, Trubisky is number seventeen, so feel free to lower them below Trubisky. Uh, you should make him thirty third, to be honest with you. All right, uh, guys, so let's get into this because we do something on the show during the NFL season where we are not afraid to take on some of the so-called experts or some of the people that know what they're talking about when we have a disagreement, and it's a little something called this. It's the pros versus the world. So Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, last seen on the sidelines watching the Patriots go down in overtime and advancing to the Super Bowl, they have decided they would like to come up with a proposal to the league to change the overtime rules because they feel that every team should get at least one possession of the football regardless of if you get the opening coin tossed and you take the ball and you go down and you score like the Patriots did. Steve Fezzik, you disagree and you actually have a better idea for overtime rules in the NFL. Yes, the problem with all these new proposed overtime rules is that they still have a flaw, namely that whoever wins the coin toss and gets the ball first or in college football gets to defer, regardless, you have an advantage. You win the coin toss, you have a better than 50% chance to win the game. And under Andy Reid's proposal, if you win the coin toss and you get the ball first, you still have a better than 50% chance because think about it, 10-minute overtime, I score, you score. Hey, I can still score again. I have the edge with the ball. Here's how we eliminate that edge. Whoever wins the coin toss, you can take the ball, but you got to start on your 15-yard line. You can take the ball or you can play defense. And I love the 15-yard line as a starting point because that's right at the point where it's about 50-50, whether the offense is going to score first or the defense. That's the point of demarcation. That's the point where neither team has an advantage winning the coin toss. Okay, now if you take the ball to 15 and you go down and you kick a field goal, game over? 
No, the rules stay the same as they currently are. The only change is that you start on your own 15. Okay, and you get to determine whether or not you want the ball or or you, whether or not you want to defer. And if the team that gets the ball, say you kick a field goal from the 15 and the other team gets the football, if they score a touchdown, game over? Game over, same as it currently is. So it's just about where you're starting this at. Correct, because the problem with the current rules is you pr- you pretty much start on the 25 most of the time. That's too much of an advantage for the team that starts with the ball. Interesting. I love it, man. You know what? I'm into it. Let's let let's make that a thing. Can we get that done? Brad, do you think we can get that done in Vegas anywhere? <laughs> can we like get the blue man group to paint that up on their chest or something during a performance and get that to happen anytime soon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll see about that. I'm intrigued, Fez. Are you getting this from I-, I know we're getting into the weeds just a little bit here, but bear with me. Is that the 15-yard line? Is that where you see in overtime session if the team has the ball at the 15, that's when the odds are split 50-50 on who wins and loses? Is that why you picked that? Just in live wagering, when a team starts with the ball on their own 15-yard line, it becomes a pick basically who's going to score next. Fair enough. I love it, man. And you know what's great about that? It's because of live wagering. It's because of the the uh, the dirty little secret that is live betting that is sweeping the nation, and nobody's better at it than Steve Fezzik. But it actually makes a lot of sense because when you do the math and you crunch the numbers, when you break it down like that, if you know from the 15 it's a 50-50 shot, because I think punishing a team because they don't win the coin toss in overtime, I, I don't necessarily buy into it. At least this way, you're not punishing them all the way. You're making the odds more even, and you start off on the 15, and you get rid of the kickoff, correct? Yes. Okay, so so the league will be good with that safety-wise. Um, no, mm. I love it. They're, they're well done. Steve Fezzik, I, that's a better idea. Somebody should send that to Andy Reid. Now, now, some of us during the pre-show meeting were a little bit more um, <laughs> favorable towards Andy Reid when it came to uh, – Brad, did you have any thoughts on Andy Reid uh, coming well, up with overtime changes? Uh, I don't like sore losers, even <laughs> though I can be one from time to time. But it, it shows how bad of a look it is when I'm on the outside looking in. I mean, come on, Andy Reid. Three, what, three different times you had the Patriots on a third and ten. Make a defensive stop. You should have fired your defensive coordinator before the season. Bob Sutton, 85 years old. Anyone could see that coming. Oh, well done. All right, uh, so Brad Powers, he hates the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid. Steve Fezzik, he is changing overtime. And I'm merely Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio, straight out of Vegas here on FSR. Coming up next... We are going to make a little bit of history. For the first time ever, I believe, in the history of this show, a best bet on a sporting event you didn't even think you'd be watching. Find out what it is next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is The Odd Couple with Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Make sure you stick around for that. Um, quickly, you guys, I just want to ask you, uh, Fez, you are the NFL expert, so I'll throw it at you. Um, if there was, Is there any place in Vegas that I can bet on whether or not Antonio Brown was under the influence when he decided to bleach his mustache? Anybody got odds on that? No one does, but I wish that they did. Yeah, because Jesus, what the hell is that look? All right, it's like uh, like he went partway through his Hulk Hogan costume and just decided, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> All right, man, well, you're already a mustache in just to finish off the costume. All right, guys, so let's get into it. We have a doubleheader on ESPN in the NBA coming up. 8 Eastern time is the tip-off. We've got the Trailblazers at the Raptors. Steve Fezzik, Toronto is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Toronto. I bet Toronto minus four and a half. Two key factors driving that bet. Portland has heavy travel fatigue. I know Portland's been playing great, but this is their fifth road game in nine days, and Portland is coming off an upset win Wednesday night at Boston. I can see Portland relaxing this game after that great effort in Boston. And Portland is a much worse team on the road. My second factor, Portland, in fact, has been outscored on the road on average by four points per game. So think about this. If you lose on average by four points against an average team, what's going to happen when you have to play at Toronto? I like Toronto, minus four and a half. Now we open up the show talking about the Bucks and the Lakers. It is the game of the night in the NBA, and we have just seen some movement on pregame.com. Milwaukee just went from a five and a half point favorite to a six point favorite at the Lakers. 
Yeah, I lean to Milwaukee. Just a lean. The Lakers, obviously a team with huge chemistry problems. The young players are not engaged. They were told they were expendable when the team offered to trade all of them for Anthony Davis, and we're seeing that in terms of their performance. The Lakers are underachieving. Three and six straight up, three and six against the spread. The last nine games, the Lakers have been outscored by almost 90 points. Just a lean to Milwaukee. A little concerned that Milwaukee just has to play their third road game in a row, and they had to go overtime in Sacramento Wednesday night. So no intimidation with LeBron there, seeing all the talk with Giannis, and he's the next best thing. You don't see LeBron putting on the Superman cape and uh, carrying the Lakers a little bit here? Still waiting for him to get out of the phone booth, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. All right, guys, we have never done this here on the show. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik. I believe we have not ever done this in the history of Straight Out of Vegas, so it deserves a little bit of special treatment. And action. Time to get some Saturday night action in. For the first time, a best bet from Steve Fezzik, and it involves the AAF. Fez? Alliance of American Football Madness in March here. Salt Lake plus four is the pick versus Orlando. I like Salt Lake. I bet Salt Lake. It's all about a horrible spot for Orlando. I'm going to make the case this is Orlando's third straight road game. Now, week two, they had to go at San Antonio, a game that hurt my feelings because uh, San Antonio gave up a pick six to lose (laughs) to these guys. Then week three... What happens? Oh, I can hear the naysayers. Wait a minute. Orlando was home week three. No, they weren't. Yeah, they got to play at home when they played the game, but they spent the majority of their week in Jacksonville, and they had to bus to Georgia and practice in Georgia because workers' comp rules did not allow them to practice in Florida. So they spent all this time in Georgia. They come back to Orlando, and now they have to fly all the way across the country to Utah in altitude Love Salt Lake, plus four. Now, Brad Powers, quickly, you have a bonus best bet. We'll call this the chaser to the shot that Steve DeSager just, <laughs> or excuse me, uh, that uh, Steve Fezzik just took on the air. So, Brad, what is your bonus? Yeah, bonus. We're going to take in the big college basketball game tomorrow. Tennessee minus two and a half, hosting Kentucky. Big revenge spot for Tennessee. We're buying the Volunteers low after five straight non-covers. Take Tennessee minus two and a half against Kentucky. We are straight out of Vegas. Fox Sports Radio for Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, Mackie, Sleepy, Gavin, Ramos, Steve DeSager. We appreciate you back on Monday, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And it's... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off 
by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 